Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 11 of the Next Generation of Superstars, the Burst podcast. We are grateful to have Isaiah Wooden, who was wide receiver at Southern Utah University, originally born in San Diego, California. He plays wide receiver and is leading the team in receiving yards. Welcome to the show, Isaiah. Hey, how you doing? I appreciate you for, for being on here. So kind of tell us a little bit more about your story um, and how you kind of got involved in uh, football at an early age. So, yeah, it all started. Um, I actually was a basketball player first, so I played basketball growing up, loved it. Um, finally got to play football when I was six years old. And then from the time I touched the ball, it was in my hands. It was just like, yeah, this kid's pretty good. So I just continued to do it. Um, my dad has been um, a big inspiration for me um, because ever since I was a kid, it always was go to the field, you know, get the work in. He'll throw the ball to me. I remember the days that I used to have, like, my uh, helmet, shoulder pads and stuff. Like when we first get the gear and we'll go there, I put on the shoulder pads, the helmet, and then I'm like running. Do I look fast? Do I look fast? Like, you know, all types of things like that. Uh -huh. So it was just, yeah, it just, everything just took off though. And once I really understood the uh, logistics and, you know, everything that goes into the game, it was just like, okay, I could see myself doing this for sure. Right. And that's incredible. And like you said, your dad's, it was a huge inspiration for you. What about the rest of your family and friends? You know, when they saw you kind of growing throughout the, the sport in your youth, did they support you and everything you were doing and really trying to level up your game? Oh, definitely. Um, my mom as well. My mom, she's always been a big fan of mine. Like she always said all the games, like even if she's just getting there, she's like pulling up right, right when the game starts. She like, I make sure that I look at her first, you know, because it's like, that's mom's, man. That's mom's right there. So like, she's always been a, a a big inspiration for me as well and continue to let me know that like, you know, I could continue to do anything that I want. As long as I put my all into it, I could be great at it. So, you know, that's been a big thing. My brothers as well, I have two older brothers. Uh, they both play sports. So they set that foundation for me and like that hard work, like keep going, keep going, regardless if it gets like hard, you know, so definitely them, all of my family, you know, immediate family, they've been, you know, there for me through it all. So they help me continue to push. It's incredible. And uh, what, what about any of your coaches growing up? Did you have any that were really, you know, good mentors or leaders for you and kind of following their footsteps and how they push you to, to be better? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, when I was, uh, I would say, middle school, I had a couple coaches, you know, but like the ones that really stood out to me is when I played uh, seventh and eighth grade, you know, my coach, uh, Coach Ray Peterson, um, Coach T., you know, and I I, I I can't name all of them right now, but like just, just all those guys, all those guys that were on that staff with us when I played at Los Toros, it, it, it set the mold for me and made me the man that I am today because they just, they gave it to us. It wasn't no sugarcoating anything like that. We were little kids, but they gave it to us, you know, and that's, yeah, you know, that's something that you need at that age. So I feel like that really molded me into the player that I am today and how I handle things on the field. So definitely do. Yeah, and I think that's awesome to have that support. Um, because it really translates and later into life, as you've seen, you know, now when you're playing at the collegiate level, um, you can take those lessons you learned from those mentors and coaches and, and also your teammates. Uh, what about you being a wide receiver? Has there been any player, whether it's been an NFL or, or collegiate player or just maybe anyone that's been retired that you really look up to as a football idol or you want to model your game after? Um, well, I'll, I'll give you one uh, that I look up to as a football idol is like my best friend, my best friend, uh, Isaac Taylor Stewart. He plays for actually uh, the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, I look up to him a lot. You know, that's like older bro for me. He only like a year older than me, but I look up to him a lot because, you know, we've been through similar things and through it all, he's always stuck by my side. He was always letting me know that, 
you know, keep working, bro, keep working. You know, you see what I did, you can do the same thing. He's always gave me that type of, you know, motivation to continue to push forward. As far as people playing, you know, back then, that's probably retired. I would say Devin Hester. I love Devin Hester's game. And the reason why is because, you know, I try to mold myself into being a, a kick returner, a punt returner, you know, two wide receiver as well. But I know that my next, you know, next level, I'm going to be able to play kick return and punt return. That's going to be my bread and butter. So I, I look up to him a lot because of things that he did. And he was just a historic player, like one in a generation. So, yeah, that's awesome. And, and to be able to, to have that, you know, relationship and, and to be able to look up to other guys that, that we've seen on the field is, is awesome to be because it helps you pave your own path in your own unique way. Um, and, and I think that's just great to be able to do that. Uh, has there been any memorable moments, you know, whether it's been in the past year or in the past few years that you really look back and say that you're grateful to have had that experience um, on the field? Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I'm sure yes. there's anything that really sticks out to you in particular. Yeah, so um, I would have to say uh, my first game coming to Southern Utah, um, I came from Kent State University. I played there a little bit, not as much as I wanted to. Uh, I don't really feel like I get I got the opportunity that, um, you know, I felt I deserved there, but, you know, that's in the past, but it was a lot of things that happened there. Uh, my wife and I, we had uh, a child at the time, but it, it ended in a miscarriage. So, you know, it was a lot of things going on from there that I had to deal with. And, you know, finding another team was like, ah, it's like a, another big thing. So I'm like, okay, so, man, I'm coming into the season, like everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be like this, like that. And it was the first game, the first game that I played here. I went crazy. I had like two touchdowns, um, 140 something yards. And like, I really like the second touchdown that I got, I really dedicated it to like my son, I like rocked the, you know, and that's yep. just mind blowing for me. It's mind blowing because it's like, I finally did what I wanted to do. And now it's just time to elevate from there. So that was yep. the biggest moment in my life so far. That's awesome. And I'm sorry to hear about the miscarriage, but to be able to have that moment um, is truly, you know, special and incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about, you know, kind of talking to the youth that looks up to you? Is there is there any key that you would say right off the top of your head that, that you believe is the key to success in, in sports or just maybe in, in anything that you've done so far in your in your career? Um, what would you say to, to tell the youth or maybe a younger version of yourself if you were to go back and, and do it over? Tough times make uh, tough people. That's that's one that I would definitely tell, uh, you know, the youth or myself, you know, because it's a lot of things that you may go through in your life. But you have to go through those, you know, tough times for you to excel and elevate. You know, I, I have a lot of tattoos and I actually have one on my uh, right here that says EOAN. And that's my acronym for Elevate Overall Negativity. So I feel just like elevating um, overall negativity is something that we all have to do, regardless if you play sports or not. You know, in the real world, whatever the case is, by you carrying yourself as a person that's determined, a person that is you know hungry for success you will succeed and I feel like that's been me my whole life you know and preparation is key as well make sure that you prepare to the uh for when that you know that that moment comes you could be able to overcome any type of fear or you know anything that's going on within that moment so that's awesome and you said elevate overall negativity. I love that. You could even turn that into a clothing brand. You know, I think that's something that really resonates. And I've never, you know, I've heard a lot of different sayings, but that one particular, um, it, it's it's awesome. It really speaks the truth because if you can really keep that positive mentality, uh, it can really go a long way. Um, and I think you've seen that and, and be able to, to experience that, which is, which is great. Uh, you know, speaking more about 
you know, you've given that, that key to success um, going through those tough times. What about the community, even your community back home in San Diego? Is there anything that you're doing right now or you want to be doing in this year of 2023 to really give back um, to those that look up to you and really the, the youth that needs help? Um, is there anything in particular that you're looking to do to help the community? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so back home, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like a melting pot. So you got a lot of different people, inner city, uh, whether they're where I'm at or whether they're up north a little bit. You know, we go by county. So you got North County, you got uh, East County, you got South Bay. You know, I just want to be able to give back. You know, even this year, I want to be able to give back or let them know that, you know, even if I'm not there, let them know that anything is possible. You see me, I'm from the same place you're from. Just keep working. Just keep pushing. That's what I want to do. To, I just want to motivate kids. and Eventually, once I have, you know, the funds and everything like that, I would love to come back home and run a camp uh, for anybody, for all the kids to come out and just enjoy and bring some of my friends with me. Um, Isaac Taylor Stewart, uh, Chris Olave, Devin Lloyd, you know, those guys that's already on that next level. I'd love to bring all of them back and just, you know, showcase what we've done, you know, and just build the city up from there. And also here in Cedar City. It's a great community. I love the people. They welcome me and my wife with open arms. So I just love to give back to them, whether it's, you know, a toy drive, whether it's just, you know, feeding people or just helping them, just talking to them, you know, just talking through things or whatever they're going through, just being able to be that, you know, that light, shine that light, you know? Yep. Yeah. And we would love, at first, we'd love to be part of that. We definitely want to be doing that with, with all of our athletes that wanted to do stuff, whether it's holding events or giving back to the youth. Um, you know, you saw with our virtual stocks opportunity, you were able to donate to charity. We want to be able to do those events in person because you can really have that um, that experience, right? That's very memorable and impactful to the youth that's that's there and part of it. Um, you know, kind of switching a little bit into, and, and I think all you said is, is awesome about that, but switching a little bit into more of your routine at Southern Utah and especially being in season, what, what does that routine look like for you as a student athlete? Um, and how do you really, you know, get your, your mind, body and, and everything, you know, ready in the right mindset to, to go and attack, uh, you know, your, your season? Uh, it's all about time management. So um, making sure that each and every part of your day is, uh, is planned out to the exact time, to exact place you need to be at, what time you need to leave. So that's the main thing that I've, um, came to realize once I've got to Southern Utah, uh, it was at Kent, it was more, you know, put together and it was like, okay, they had it for you to go here, go there, go there. And I was at FBS. So that's the thing that it was kind of more, you were more taken care of. So here we're taken care of well, but it's like, uh, it's a couple of different things that you have to do on your own. So I learned that, okay, well, if I need to be here, I need to do it like this. If I need to talk to them, I need to go talk to them right now. Uh, if I don't know their number, I have to go online, you know, and find their number and stuff like that. And that was it all throughout the season, just getting up, you know, getting your breakfast in, um, making sure that you stretch, making sure that you meditate to keep your mind right, and just going out and attacking the day. And once you attack the day, you feel so good when you come back home. And I just always had the same routine, you know, I just like go out, um, work out, come back home, take a bath, stretch. Uh, eat, go to bed, and then just wake up and do it again. And once I had that down, it was like, okay, everything is it's easier. And then school, I've always been a great student, so it, it's not really um, a challenge for me with school. It's just more so just, you know, like I said, finding the time, making everything planned out to a specific time so you could go ahead and complete all your assignments. I love it. I love it. And what about 
what's what other skills besides the time management and, and really taking care of your schedule and being you know proactive on that? Has there been any other skills, whether it might be leadership or communication, that you've learned, you know, whether it's been at Kent State or now Southern Utah, um, that's really helped you and even off the field, you know, as as just a an individual. Has there been anything in particular with skills? Uh yeah, leadership. Leadership has been one. Um I haven't really been in too many positions uh, to be a leader because <clears throat> it's either I came into a place that had leaders already or, you know, everything was set in stone. So coming to Southern Utah, it actually helped me open up more as a leader. I'm already a communication studies major. So I love to, you know, talk to people. I love to express how I'm feeling or, you know, talk about different ideas that could probably help in the future. So coming here, it actually helped me. It allowed me to open up that realm, you know, to be a leader, talk to people, have people follow me. And that felt good. And it's like something that I'm, I'm, I'm caring now and I'm, you know, getting better at. So leadership is a big thing. It's, it's something that'll take you beyond what you would ever think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a huge skill. And to be able to learn that what you're doing right now, it's going to be able to apply to all different aspects of your life, even after football. Um, and, and now you're, you know, we'll talk a little bit right now about you're living in a huge moment in history with the NIL that's been legitimized. What were your initial thoughts when you saw that in the summer of you know, 2021? What, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the NIL being passed um, and allow, you know, student athletes like yourself to actually go out there and find brands to, to actually monetize and, and, and really get your, your personal brand out there? Man, from, uh, from the jump, when I seen it, I was like, okay, this seems like something that you know, that gives us opportunity to, you know, showcase our skills and allow us to actually get compensated for the things that we do. And it seemed pretty cool. But, you know, at the time it was, uh, we didn't know too much about it. And as time has gone, we're learning more and it's getting better. Like the opportunity with uh, virtual stacks, burst sports and, and uh, web three and all these different types of opportunities coming into it's like, this is nice. I love it. I loved it from the get go. And now it's just like, now we're learning more information about it. It's just the best thing. And it's only going to take off from there. You know, even with us just being um, collegiate athletes, I see there's high school athletes starting to get onto it. Uh, we already have uh, where it's, you know, professional athletes are on it. So it's just, it's trickling down to where it's a lot of people, a lot more different sports, a lot of more different uh, categories. And it's, it's probably the best thing that's ever happened to, you know, the sports world so far. So. And I can't wait for it to continue to grow. Yeah, it's a great perspective. It, it was a long time coming, you know, even growing up when I was playing sports, was always, you know, looking for that moment to happen. And it has. Um, and you touched a little bit about what Burst is doing in Web3. You know, what are your thoughts so far in our, in our first opportunity with our partner, Virtual Stacks? You know, you saw the most results um, and income from the initial launch. What were your thoughts when you saw that? And that was only a week span. And that's just the beginning of the first step of everything that we're doing uh, with that partner, Virtual Stacks, and our other partners, Loop Mogul, and other ones we're putting together. What was your initial thoughts on everything when you saw that happen? It was a blessing because I finally had, you know, the chance to show people exactly what I do. It's not too many people that knew of me. It's not too many people that knew I even played football, you know, over all over the world. I mean, obviously they know that I do at, you know, my hometown and at the other schools that I've been at, but for me to showcase my talents and everything that I do on the field to thousands of millions of people, you know, all over the world, not even just the country, but all over the world, it was something that was, it was like mind blowing. Can't even put it in words because it was something that I never thought could happen at this time you know I've always wanted it I've always dreamed of it but 
the fact that it actually happened at this time, it was like, okay, like, wow, it's just like mind blowing. And then talking to, you know, all the people, like the CEOs of it and everything like that, when, when you guys were putting it together and just seeing how it just all unfolded, it was just like, yeah, this thing is going to go big. It's going to go very, very far. Uh, you know, I can't wait. I love it. And, and, and that's a great way to put it. Um, it's, it's something that's, you know, not expected at that time, but when it does happen and you're seeing that this can actually be a reality. Um, and, and that was our whole vision when we started Burst a little over a year ago was that we want to, we see what's going on in Web3 and we see what's going on in IL. We want to bridge the gap between the digital and physical world and, and really help athletes like yourself get your brand out there, connect more with your fans and generate multiple revenue streams because doing those three things is going to elevate your brand on and off the field um, and, and really turn you into that athlete entrepreneur um, that all of you, everyone dreams of being. Um, and this is really a reality that that's happening. Yeah, definitely. It is. And it's, man, it's just crazy seeing all these different like opportunities. And I keep saying that, but like seeing all these different opportunities because it's not even just good for us. It's good for the people that's coming up. You know, some of them, like, you know, they come from different places, different backgrounds, and they may not have all the funds or all the things to take care of the things that they need. But with these opportunities, it gives them all the all of the world. It gives them all the world because it allows people to see them, allows people to actually want to help them. Because a lot of people help me, whether they know it or not. A lot of people help me and my wife. So we're grateful for that. We're grateful for Virtual Stacks, Burst Sports, Web3, everything. And we can't wait to continue to grow with you guys. So. Absolutely. And, and that's a big thing that you touched on is that really leveling the playing field, you know, and there's there's some brands that maybe aren't trying to do that, but we're we're focusing on that. We want to level the whole playing field and help every athlete, male and female from all walks of life, because we know how big NAL is going to get. We know how big the Web3 space is going to get. Um, and we know that we can be at the forefront and, and tying that all in together. Um, and, and it's incredible. Uh, but switching a little bit into, you know, uh, we'll wrap it up in the next few minutes. What are what are some hobbies besides football or interests that you share um, that you, you really you know you're passionate about? Um, if, if there's any hobbies that you like to do in your free time, uh, so I like to play video games. I got a PS5 and I have a, a Xbox a Series S, I believe. I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to make sure that I get the right name for it, but it's the it's the white one. Um, I love playing video games. I'm a big Call of Duty player. I'm not saying that I'm the best, so I don't want anybody thinking that. But I'm 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 pretty good at it. Uh, my brothers, like growing up, uh, I used to play video games with my brothers, uh, my dad, and you know, it just always was something to you know calm me down, uh, yeah. just keep me cool, you know, just get my mind off of things. So I love playing video games. I also love uh, making music as well. Make music uh, from time to time. It's been a while, but. I love making music, uh, putting it out there because I, I'm able to express, you know, my feelings and my words and just make it all come together and just throw a cool beat on it, you know, and then just go from there. Yeah, I love it. Well, it probably helps you, you know, both video games and um, music. I mean, those two things can really just take your mind off, you know, whether it's academics or, your, or football or anything else that's going on in your life. It really can help you just de-stress um, and really be in the present and focus on what you're doing instead of a million things that's going on especially as you have so much on your plate, you need that time to yourself to be able to do those type of things. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll a couple more questions here. One of, the, one of the ones right here is what do you do, you know, when you have a setback or how do your failures motivate you to, to get to the next level? I know you talked a little bit earlier about how tough times, you know, create tough people. Um, but what, you know, with, with failures that you've experienced in your life so far, how have you used those to propel you 
uh, to, to really, you know, turn that into a comeback? Uh, so I always live by, you got to fail to succeed. So I really don't see it as um, failing too much. I just see it as like a lesson learned. You know, I did it this way. I know that's not the right way to do it. I know it's another way that I could do this and not get that result. I could get a different result. You know what I'm saying? So I've always learned that when I went to Kent, it was actually like, you know, the best experience being there because I was able to learn a lot of different things. Although I didn't play as much as I wanted to, I learned a lot from uh, my strength and conditioning coaches. And they always used to preach to us like insanity, insanity. And I was like, what's insanity? And they're like, insanity is like doing the same thing over and over, trying to get different results. And it's like, you're not going to get different results while you're doing the same thing over and over. So I learned consistency and not doing the same thing over and over, but consistency and being good, not occasionally great. You know, so I live by that. Always carry that with me. And uh, when times get hard and, you know, things aren't going my way, I try to, you know, refrain back to that. You know, it's always something else that you could do to get a different result. Don't do the same thing, you know. It's a great way to put it. And, and it's really, it's, it's, it's so true, right? And I think that's, um, you know, what, what can really inspire a lot of people looking up to you as an athlete uh, is that living by that can really help them. Uh, when they do experience those failures, because everyone's going to experience that. But, you know, it's like what Michael Jordan used to say, you know, he failed over and over and over again. And that's why he's successful. Um, you have to go and put yourself out there, take the risk and, and go in and put your and put yourself towards the action of doing it. Now, wrapping up here, Isaiah, we appreciate everything you've said so far. What would you say for three lessons? Uh, it can be any lessons that you live by or that you've experienced that you would give to the youth um, and everyone watching this episode. What, what are three lessons that have helped you the most in your life so far? I would say, uh, may, uh, even though things get hard, always keep your faith. So that's, that's, that's number one. Always keep your faith. Um, never stray away from that because at the end of the day, um, when you don't have anybody else, you always have uh, God. So it's, he's, he's always there. You always have God. Um, I would say block out. The next one I would say block out uh, any outside noise because uh, it it could be the best outside noise. People could be saying you're the best player ever. Uh, you know, things like that, it could really throw people off and it could lead down to, you know, bad things happening. And I would say, like, you're just getting too big-headed or you're just like, okay, I could do anything that I want. And nobody wants any type of person like that on their team or in their business or working for them, you know. So blocking out the outside noise and uh, – What's the third one? I've never been asked this before. I've never been asked this before. So <laughs> this is a good one. Um, I will say the third one is uh, stay true to yourself. Always stay true to yourself. Um, regardless of what's going on, regardless of uh, the things that you feel um, aren't right, you know, um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like, you know, any, any, anything violent or anything like that. I'm talking more so of life. Um, anything that you feel you may not be doing right, uh, but you know that it's true and dear to you, just stay true to that. Continue to push, continue to grind, um, and never let anybody change you. Never let anybody change you. Just stay true to yourself and and um, continue to just, you know, be unique because everybody's unique. There's no one person the same. Nobody's the same. Everybody has their own walk of life. Everybody has their own uh, way about how they go about things you know so yeah, stay true to yourself just to recap all of that you said number one always keep your faith uh, number mm -hmm. two block out all the outside noise 
And, and number three, to always stay true to yourself. Um, all three really incredible lessons that I know everyone watching this will definitely appreciate. This is episode number 11, Isaiah Wooden here. We appreciate you being on the show and make sure to follow him on social media and the rest of his story as he continues to write it this year in 2023. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one.